The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should consider obtaining independent advice before making any financial decisions. G'day, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perra columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. Today we're catching up again with Mike Moore, Managing Director of Golden State Mining, which trades under the ticker GSM. We last spoke to Mike uh, when Golden State was trading at uh, 17 cents a share, and that was back in May. It's nice to report Golden State is now at 27 cents stock, but even after a rise like that, it still has a modest market cap of about 15 million. Now, as its name suggests, Golden Bates' focus is gold in the biggest and the best, the Golden West, and more to the point, in the Molina Basin of the Northern Pilbara, less than 15 kilometres to the northwest of last December's exciting Hemi gold discovery by the ASX-listed DeGray Mining. DeGray's now a billion-dollar company on the strength of Hemi, where it plans to have an initial resource estimate in the bag by the end of the year. It's a new style of mineralisation for the area and everyone is obviously pretty excited about it. Along with its existing resource base, DeGray is on its way to 5 million ounces of gold, the market is telling us. Now back to Golden State, which has been super active with an initial drilling program at its Yule South project. Now with that, I'm going to say good day to Mike. Welcome him back to the podcast. Good day, Mike, and thanks for your time today. Good day, Barry, and it's nice to be a West Australian gold explorer at the moment, so thank you. <laughs> it certainly is. Okay, Mike, I think it might be best to start out with a, an update on the uh, the drilling program that was completed at uh, your south and uh, what the plan, what, uh, tell us a bit about the results and uh, what the forward program is. Yeah, well, it was, it was great to get out there finally after, you know, receiving all the approvals and, you know, the program went without a hitch, Barry. We were lucky to secure the services of Boztec, who undertook that preliminary work with DeGray, so we knew we had a drill team that understood the ground out there and had a good strike rate in terms of hole completion. And as you know, you and I have discussed before, there's there's a bit of cover up there that masks the geology. And having guys who had experience drilling through that cover was quite important for us. It was all about minimizing the risks. And for us, that's that's what we try and achieve in the exploration. Exploration's risky enough as it is when you're, mm. you know, dealing with geology, it's an unknown quantity. And always plenty of surprises. So to de-risk it in terms of the drilling crew and the company that we were dealing with was massively important for us. And yeah, look, on 14th of August, we announced about a third of the results we expect to get from that first pass drill program. So, you know, we drilled uh, just over 13,000 metres there of air core um, over the over sort of July and August. And, uh, you know, it was a good program, a solid program. And, and given that this area had really no geological knowledge, uh, you know, just due to that cover, this first program was always going to be enlightening in terms of what we would see. And, you know, I'm fairly happy to report that, you know, we, we got gold numbers there. Uh, we, we got uh, quite a bit of PPB anomalous gold, you know, in, in, in good numbers. And, but we also got some you know, gram intercepts there, which was quite surprising. I mean, effectively what we're doing 
with this first program, but it's just first pass targeting. And that's, you know, what we're looking for is a sniffs, uh, you know, justification for being there in terms of, you know, gold and some of the other metals. And we've, we've absolutely nailed that in this first one. Look, there's no discovery there, but, you know, this is the first scratch of 700 odd square kilometers that we have there. And let's not forget the guys at DeGray have been out there for nigh on a decade, drilled over 50,000 meters uh, when they happened upon Hemi. I mean, that Hemi has given us all absolute hope and it has you know, solidified this destination as a legitimate gold exploration de- de- destination for us and, you know, and for the other explorers out there. So to get any gold hits in a first pass mm. air core program where you don't actually see the geology because of the cover, I think is pretty meaningful. I guess the the market's trying to get to grips with what it means. And obviously, you know, those investors that have come in off the back of a Hemi discovery sometimes forget that those guys were plugging out away out there for, for a decade and, um, you know, and, and then ultimately made this great discovery. What we're doing is we're hoping mm. to shortcut that. You know, there, there's a lot that we've learned from their work, the work that they've undertaken. And every drill hole for us at Yule um, presents us with a set of data that we can use to fine tune and vector. And the key thing is getting that data and being able to vector in on the next program and fine tuning the program that we've already got. So, look, you know, I mean, we drilled in this only the second hole, uh, eight meters at nearly a gram and four meters at 1.8. I mean, crikey weren't expecting that. And, and of course, mm. we fast-tracked that. And what we were able to do before we completed the program was go back and do a scissor hole on that uh, particular intercept and then step out to the north um, and further along the line to the north, try and hit this interpreted trend that we've seen. So there was a, there's a lot to be um, very positive about in this first, you know, this first program for us. As I said, we've only had a third of the results back, probably probably the next third, maybe sometime next week. And and then probably mid-September, the balance of what we've drilled up there. So, you know, there's, there's going and, you know, post this activity, there's going to be a lot for the duos to be doing in terms of understanding, you know, the relationships between certain rock sequences um, and, and the geology and the chemistry that we're seeing there. And what we hope is that that will help us dial in on the areas that are most likely to deliver, um, you know, a, a nice host for the gold. And, you know, l- last week we were up at Yule doing the heritage survey with the traditional owners, the Carriera. Uh, what a great week we had up there. You know, it's great fun with the guys. They were super enthusiastic. We had six days um, clearing, you know, about 50 Ks of line. So about double what we did in this first program. And these are all new targets. So, you know, we'll get through this next program. And then by the time we've finished the next program, we'll have, we'll have digested and work through all the information from the first program. And then we'd be looking for the for, for follow-up um, on those on mm-hmm. that first program. And then that will no doubt generate new targets within the significant package that we've got. Yeah. The, this initial program was, uh, I think, five targets uh, were uh, targeted, uh, for want of a better mm. expression. Um, I guess it might help uh, people's understanding if what actually led you to draw those targets. Well, it was given the cover. Absolutely, it's it's all about the the geophysics, the mag, and that area has been flown with fairly reasonable line spacing. So it was effectively that interpretation, and I guess we had done our own interp pre uh, pre the discovery of Hemi. But what Hemi did was allow us to have a look at their geophysics and 
and have a look at our results and see, well, do we have any like-for-like signatures and responses in the data that we have? So we were able to do that. But ultimately, what we're targeting are those intrusive environments. So we can see, you know, on our tenement, we've got these granitic intrusives that have come in. And, and we're also looking for structure there as well. And, you know, we've, we've, we've got those granites coming in and we've got these structures that will allow the fluids to pass. And, and we're looking for an environment where you know, the gold is going to like to settle out, hopefully in significant enough quantities to make, you know, something a, a commercial reality. So that's what we're doing is we're testing and probing these zones, um, these intrusive areas and where we've got nice structures beside. So we're looking and we're also looking for, you know, obviously we'd love to find, a, a you know, another Hemi. Um, there, there, there's possibly some more. Uh, geophysical work that we might do to tighten up some of those line spacings to give us better definition of of, of that mag uh, imagery. So that's something that we could possibly do maybe at the back end of this year or early next year. That'll just help us focus in, our, in, in on our targeting. So we're looking for hemi, hemi lookalikes, obviously. And to be honest, I don't think many people would have actually picked hemi um, in, in, in the geophysics. It was, you know, it was just their sort of thorough, mm. regional, let's follow, a, let's follow a trend, let's follow the Shia, uh, and then they happened upon this. And, you know, and now, I mean, they're in a trading hall today, so Lord knows what's going to come out next if it's exploration-related. Crikey. Um, I'm sure it's only good news. But, um, but for us, yes, it was about do we have hemi-like targets, but also we're targeting the intrusives and the, and the structural environment whereby we, we, we've got these fluids traveling around and looking for somewhere where they're going to settle out. Mm. This might also help to explain that uh, the reconnaissance nature of the AC drilling and uh, uh, how you now vector in with different forms of drilling to, well, hopefully one day find another hemi. Yeah, absolutely. Look, and in terms of you know the the the, the geology and the chemistry, obviously that the logging of the holes is very very important. We had an XRF up there, and we've done a full sweep bottom of hole for for all the holes that we've done. And then what we can do is we can look at for some of these ratios and these indicators that suggest to us where we've got elevated gold numbers and and, and other minerals, of course. Um, and then we're looking, we're referring back to the geophysics and going, okay, so in that particular area where we've got you know low low, low mag response, you know what are we getting there? And we're we seeing elevated particular ele- particular elevations in certain minerals. Uh, and, and so the chemistry becomes quite important when you don't have access to the surface of the geology. And that's what we've got there. As we've said before, we've got that 20 to 30 meters worth of cover. So those relationships become very, very important. And, you know, I'm sure by the end of uh, th- this uh, f- season, effectively, of announcements that we'll have on that first pass during the first five targets, we'll start to get a good handle on those relationships. And that'll then help us vector in on other areas, so areas that we might not have even considered. And, you know, so far it's, it's proved very interesting. I'm really looking forward to us getting the next set of, a, set of results in so that we can then provide some, um, some analysis around that and some interpretation. But I, I don't think we'll see the full effect of the drilling and the analysis probably for two or three months because there's a lot to crunch. You know, there's thin section work that we've got to do. You know, there's various consultants that we'll bring in and that'll really help us fine tune our targeting beyond that. But the next phase of drilling, 
you know, we've, we've effectively cleared double the line meters. We'll be up on the shoal shear to the north as well. So th- there's, a, there's a fair bit to be enthusiastic about there. And in terms of the shoal shear's potential, we already know it's got nickel potential. It's got copper potential, you know, as well as, as, well as it being one of these major shear zones. You know, we've got sort of the Molina shear and we've got, you know, we've got the, the shoal shear up to the north. So it's one of these big structures um, that, that, you know, could provide some surprises. Mm, okay. Uh, and the phase two air core drilling at your south, that's ready to go next month? Is it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we've just completed the heritage survey last week. Usually they get us a, a preliminary report back, you know, within a week or two. And at this stage, we hope to be out there, you know, doing the, the line clearing work and pegging out the the, the drill holes mid-September. Probably that'll take a couple of mm-hmm. weeks because quite a lot of line case to do, as I said, double what we what we've undertaken this first program and then yeah look we'll be looking hopefully we've we've earmarked with the guys at Boztech uh, to keep uh, end of September free for us and you know potentially potentially up to two months of drilling Barry there's there's quite a lot to be done there but it depends what we see if we see areas mm. where we've got you know we on, that's on a 160 meter spacing along the drill line but if we've got areas that we're not we're not particularly happy with or we we're not seeing anything in the geology we can open that spacing out so probably six to eight weeks in terms of that next program i'd suggest i guess potentially at least uh when you get the uh assays back for two three four or the results for two three four targets uh might change your thinking yet again yeah look as i said in 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 the first target that we drilled uh, at Yule this time around, there, there certainly looks to be uh, a corridor there that we would need to focus in on on another another program. Uh, we'll wait till we get those scissor hole results and those extensive drilling um, to the north results back. But there's definitely something building there, and we would expect to ideally, you know, maybe pre Christmas we'll, we'll get another heritage survey out there and we can clear some further lines so that we can we can dial in on some of the good stuff that's come out of this first pass drilling. Mm. Uh, given we're talking about the Pilbara uh, in the wake of uh, Rio Tinto's, um, uh, well, disastrous uh, blowing up of some uh, the UK and case, I was just wondering your relationship with traditional owners, how's that? Very good. We've had two surveys out there now. Um, I mean, our physical environment is different. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, obviously no less important. Um, but, you know, it's you've got, I guess the the beauty for us is that there is a direct relationship between a managing director and the group because, you know, I was out there with the boys mm. last week doing the survey, walking the lines with them. So I get, there is that direct contact. Mm. And so there's, the, 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 and I think that's the challenge with, with the big, bigger companies. And we've seen that recently is there is no connection um, between the MD of a, you know, a global mining giant. There's no direct relationship between yeah. that gentleman and, and, and the group, because, you know, the, the, there's a lot of people in between in that chain, whether that's right or wrong. Well, I think, you know, perhaps we maybe have seen some of the consequences of that. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm lucky enough and we're small enough business that, you know, it's, you know, and to be honest, we, we needed people out there. So, you know, I'm out there driving the ute around. We're going, getting supplies in the evening for the next day, making sure we've got drinks and everything available for the team so that we could be as efficient as possible. But, you know, super cooperative last week. It was Best best survey I've been involved in. We had a really good time out there. We had a good laugh. But you know, when it was serious, and we had to get clearing lines. We did, and you know, it went it went very well. And, and that, it, it only helps 
build that level of trust and that relationship when you when you spend time out there with the group and you understand you know what's important to them and the areas that are important to them and you know it's and it's great for them to be to be back out on country as well and you know, I was learning a little bit about Bush Tucker and, you know, so the guys were, were, were really keen to, to talk to us and show us, you know, some of the, the, the special points about, about the ground out there. So yeah, we were very respectful of that. And, and it's a relationship that is as important as any other in our business. Mm, yeah, particularly going forward too. Absolutely. Um, and given I'm uh, speaking to you from Melbourne, I was just wondering, uh, COVID, no particular issue now in WA for the Explorers? For your your campaigns, no, I'm just having to renew our you know our business insurances and DNO at the moment, and you know you get a lot of questions about about COVID, and obviously it's it's massively impacted a lot of businesses and a lot of sectors, but thankfully so far here in Western Australia, I mean we're a very remote part of the world anyway, and a lot of what we do is is very remote. That, that can present its challenges, but in this particular instance, given this global pandemic, it's actually been a bonus for us. And mm. things have gone reasonably well. Even you know, pre the regional border shutdown, there were still avenues to get things done. And but at the current environment, apart from you know not being able to travel and visit key investors and brokers, there hasn't really been any impact for us. And to be honest, COVID in some in some ways has, has been beneficial to us. And so we're not having any problems in terms of undertaking the work that we need to do. And the, the market's very focused on good exploration stories. People are hungry for those, for those mm. good, credible stories, as we've seen. And there have been some great results this past you know, six to eight months with certain companies. So it's great to have people interested in these sorts of stories and, and companies as small as ours who are out there you know, giving it a red hot go who are putting together regionally significant air corps programs in an area that's had nothing before. And I think, you know, the kudos for us is the fact that, you know, we were awarded $150,000 worth of um, exploration incentive scheme funding. You know, normally you wouldn't, I mean, it's not that normal to get it for air corps, but I think they understood that we've got some good geology up there, obviously the degree discovery, and somebody's going to go out there we're going to learn a lot over the next six months up to Christmas with this significant amount of air core drilling that we're doing. And again, that's only beneficial for the wider exploration community up there and, and helps us unlock, hopefully, you know, more interesting opportunities in that region. Mm. Now, I've banged on about this before, but I still have trouble reconciling the $15 million market cap when I look across the entire junior space and, you know, this. Uh, there's some companies out there, 50, 60, $80 million market caps, and I scratch my head. Um, why do you think the the obvious potential, the excitement of making virgin gold discovery undercover next to uh, the hottest gold discovery in recent times, why do you think the, you're sitting there at $15 million and you haven't been re-rated yet? Well, look, we, we've. I would just like to reinforce the fact that you know, the brokers are still with us and, and all our key investors are still with us. So, those guys mm. haven't been selling. There's been a fair bit of, of churn of smaller parcels, large volumes of smaller parcels. I suspect that, you know, after after Hemi, people, a lot of people would have got involved be, because they felt there was a, a legitimate opportunity with Golden State. But, you know, you've got to have a good window and you've got to have place a bit of it. If people got invested in us on some key fundamentals, 
then those haven't changed. In fact, they've been materially enhanced by the recent results. Some people were probably looking for, you know, 25 metres at 3.5. Well, whilst that would have been lovely, and, um, you know, I would have been the first to have, you know, lauded a result like that. What we have proved is we, we've got gold there and we have got it in, you know, in PPM numbers and PPB. So that's great. Mm. Um, but, you know, people are obviously a little cautious. Uh, you know, HEMI is unusual. And, you know, what we're seeking to do is to, is to get onto another discovery to really show people that this is a, a part of the world that has been, you know, neglected and quite mm. rightly because of the cover, but does present great opportunities. And, you know, there have been copper mines up there. There have been silver mines up there. There have been nickel mines, polymetallic mines. But there is just this sort of area that's south of Port Edland between Port Edland and Caratha that, that, that has been hidden because of the cover. And that we're the first to be scratching that. I, there was probably an expectation of, you know, an immediate hemi discovery. Well, you know, that does take a little bit of time, even for the best geologists in the world, to do the drilling, to do the good preparatory work, and to use that to, to vector in on something that you know, might prove to be of some, of some scale and substance. So I think people are probably sitting on the fence a little bit, uncomfortable that all our key investors they've given us money there have been investors in there right from the ipo who who came in just purely because of mm. this your ground and they're still there and you know we've got a very close relationship with um you know with, with it was great to actually have tanner collison come on board with that last placement it meant we had another broker that was very interested in our story and so look i, I can understand why we've 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 been knocked back a little bit over the last sort of month or so. Um, people do get excited and, and want to see another Hemi, and so do we. Um, but it is going to take a little bit of work in order to achieve that and make sure we vector in on the right thing. But we're going; we're heading in the right direction. You know, we've only announced a third of the results. There's mm -hmm. more to come, and you know, there's another drill program to come on. You know, more unique targets. So you know, it's it's a good time. Yes. I, I would like more, but I'm, I'm fairly comfortable that I'm, I'm always happy if we're tracking above IPO issue price. I think that's a that's that's a key thing. Yeah, major achievement. Yeah, has <laughs> yes. been in the last few years. Okay, well that's great. So uh, just if you could just uh, update us on the uh, expected news flow in the next month or so. Uh, absolutely. Look, so look, uh, two more sets of drilling announcements. I would suspect from this first phase. And right. then looking at the end of September for the start of the next phase of drilling, and we'll put an announcement out that identifies all those key targets. And I think people will look at that and go, crikey, you know, there's, you know, 15, 16, 17 targets there that the company's having a red hot go up pre-Christmas. Yeah, we'll get to knuckle down over Christmas and New Year when things generally quieten down. We'll be beavering away on going through all of those results and then looking for some serious, hopefully, at the end of the day, if we're starting to put an, an RC rig up on site after an Air Corps program, you know that um, you know the company's serious about the business of exploration and, and we've got targets that we're really excited about. Right. So there we go, folks. So exciting story evolving there uh lots of news flow in coming months and uh we might we uh, wish you all the best with it exciting times for the company thanks brian look forward to catching up again soon cheers cheers